Hey, welcome back to the Uncomfortable is Okay podcast. I'm your host, Chris Desmond. This is a show where we try and figure out how to do the hard stuff that makes life exciting. Now, over the last couple of years, I have, around this time of year, done an episode where I've talked about four or five of the most uncomfortable things for me during the year. Usually, it's kind of towards the end of December, but I thought I would, uh, I thought I'd put it out a few weeks early this year, and have a chat with you about probably four of the four of the toughest things for me this year. Four of the things that have made me the most uncomfortable, and the first is actually being a dad. So Connor is, he's about 20 months old now, so obviously have had a a little bit of practice at being a dad, and while this has made me really uncomfortable, it's also been by, by, in a way, the most rewarding experience that I've that I've had over over the last 20 months is is being his dad and and seeing him grow seeing him develop and and learning a whole lot off him as well but there are a few reasons that being a father is uncomfortable and I'm sure all the parents out there will will understand them as the amount of sleep debt that you get into is pretty phenomenal that you kind of I feel like I'm, I'm wandering around like a zombie sometimes and and just being able to do kind of the basic stuff or the stuff that's not basic maybe the stuff that's automatic I can go out and, and do those things that I've done so many times before and still do a reasonable job but it's when things start to get a little bit more complex that the sleep debt makes me run into into trouble and thankfully Connor's sleeping a whole lot better than what he used to but every now and then he'll he'll have a couple of rubbish nights back to back and just when you're starting to feel like actually you're starting to your function's starting to improve a bit those those nights will happen and it'll just kind of pull you back down into a pit where uh, you're kind of blearily walking around like like one of the zombies on the zombie movies so sleep debt is definitely uncomfortable an uncomfortable part of being a dad but there's also the the difficulty to communicate with with him as well and and kind of understanding what's going on for him what's wrong for him and how I can best help and support him through that that time as well it's one of the one of the challenging things for me um because like on a day-to-day basis I'm I'm problem solving all the time I'm trying to figure out how to get better at doing the hard stuff I am helping people rehab I'm diagnosing them I'm creating plans to to implement them so it's all it's all problem solving and I've trained my brain to work on that kind of analytical problem solving hopefully with a little bit of empathy thrown in there but that's one of the challenging things at this stage of development is that I I can't problem solve for him because I don't know what's going on some of the time. I can try and problem solve for myself, but I just can't. I'm I'm not able to for him. So that's that's hard to to let go of sometimes. Is this kind of this way that I've uh, I've trained my myself to operate, which serves me really well in in most situations doesn't always serve me well when I'm when I'm trying to be a dad that's one of the challenging things that I'm that I'm finding at the moment is is not being able to problem solve and then actually getting frustrated at myself um, and at the situation when I when I can't do it 
So I've been practicing on on stopping, taping, taking a step back and, and just trying to relax with that. But sometimes, because of sleep debt among other things, uh, that is difficult for me at the moment not to get kind of wound up in that situation. But as I said, absolutely loving being a dad and absolutely loving watching Connor develop and kind of his personality emerge more and more as he as he grows up and it's hugely hugely rewarding but it's also hugely hugely uncomfortable at times as well so yeah being a dad is is the most uncomfortable thing that i've faced this year the second uncomfortable thing that i've that's been going on this year as well is uh is running a business as well and working with people training them coaching them helping to develop them doing some mentoring work doing a little bit of speaking as well and again it's been massively rewarding to do that and and i love it almost as much as i love watching connor develop as well that but some of the like there's some of the uncomfortable parts with it just having so many ideas not having the capacity to put them all into action and having to kind of go through and and filter and make a decision around all right what are the ones that i want to that i want to put into action at the moment and thankfully this year has been easier for me than than maybe the previous couple of years and that i've i've developed more of a system about how i filter those ideas and what are the important ones what are the rubbish ones and what ones am i going to take action on now so that that has been helpful but it's again it's uncomfortable that having what i feel are, are all of these good ideas but not having the capacity to to act on them another thing that's been been uncomfortable for me is is obviously i'm just kind of starting out with doing all of this stuff and, and putting myself out there into the into the coaching training speaking roles is just wanting to go faster than I'm capable of wanting to go faster than I'm, I'm ready to do that I just want to get out there and get out there and do it and, and get out there and do it really really often as well so that I can help people but also that I can I can get better and get better at, at the craft of, of doing it as well it's been difficult to have the patience around what the reality is and what I would hope that I would be doing at this stage. And it's just reminding myself of, of the times that where I need to be, where I need to be patient and where I need to just say, actually, this is, this is a time thing. This is, you just need to put in, put in the time, put in the effort and just go go slowly and make sure that you do it you do it well and make sure that you do it do it right rather than trying to rush through and do a half-assed job because no one really likes a a half-assed job that's been a an interesting kind of thought battle between hey i want to be i want to be going faster but actually i need to i need to be patient and need to just do what i'm do what i'm capable of at this point in time i've had some awesome coaching clients to work with over the course of the year and and have had so much fun working with them and and kind of helping them take on difficult challenges uh, and uh, and and overcome obstacles for themselves and and really do some exciting things and and that's been really amazing to to work with 
I've just got back from a few days up in Gisborne running a, a workshop for the district health board up there all about building resilience in patients and aimed at, at health practitioners and how one, we can be more resilient ourselves, but also how we can help our clients and our patients become more resilient as well. And that was that was so much fun. I had a, I had a great time up there and really, really privileged to be able to go up and, and work with an awesome group of, of health professionals in that area. So it's been, it's been a whole lot of fun doing that stuff and obviously as I said I just want to I just want to do more I just want to get get into it and uh, and continue to have fun in in that way and, and help people but probably the third thing as well has been just thinking about how how I place a value on this how I place a value on on coaching people how I place a value on running workshops and what that looks like from a from a financial perspective because that's again something that I'm I have never been particularly familiar with as a I've always had a job where you get paid by the hour or as a physio where you charge your services out at an hourly rate so it it has been a bit of a how do I wrap my head around this valuing myself and actually how much value I'm bringing to the people that that I'm working with and probably from that perspective I've I've ended up undervaluing myself a few times but that's all part of the learning process so it's again something that I'm going to have to train myself into thinking about value and and being comfortable having those thoughts because when you're moving from having a job to doing what I'm doing or moving into a moving into a business or especially a service business environment it's a massive mindset shift that you need to to work through and as I said it's been it's been difficult and it's getting slightly better <laughs> but every time I bring out something new or a new a new piece of coaching or a new workshop or, or something new that I'm doing again I, I have those I have those challenging thoughts around what is the value of this am I giving people enough value in in this situation to to warrant what I'm charging them and I mean one of the one of the pros of going faster would be that I get to do more of it so I train myself faster but um as I said I don't have that have that capacity at the moment so it's going to be a it's going to be a slow training process now the third uncomfortable thing for me this this year was I've had some metal work in my in my legs for probably the last decade uh, from breaking one ankle and then breaking the other leg thankfully not at the same time but I had a plate and some screws in my left ankle and I had a rod and some screws in my right leg back in July I got those got those taken out and the operations went went really well they couldn't get all of the screws out of what of my right knee so they left probably one and three quarters in there but unfortunately I, I ended up with a an infection in my knee post-operatively so I had to go back into into hospital and have a have a washout of the wound and on antibiotics for a couple of weeks with my with my legs up on the couch and it's been a little bit of a slow recovery since then so it's been it's what uh, four months four and a half months down the track so starting to to get back into doing some running which is great the legs feel okay other than just real tired <laughs> and have been back to the gym and have been doing some of some of that stuff but 
it's just a it's just a slow slow recovery process that's that again is going to take some time and I recorded a podcast earlier this year about some of the learnings that I had from this experience so I'll just I'll just read them out at the moment so the first one is don't rush you aren't always aware that you're rushing now with this lesson I mean there's 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 no need to rush by all means do things with haste but faster isn't always better which I obviously constantly need to tell myself taking a bit of extra time to do things properly often saves you time in the long run and for me post-surgery this this looked like going too hard in the first week although I thought I was going at an appropriate level and obviously I, I ended up back in hospital for a wound wa- wound washout and on IV antibiotics and then sitting with my legs up for a week after they let me go home and I thought I was going slowly but in fact I was actually rushing the situation and it's it's that awareness about wanting to rush and especially kind of making sure that you just are taking your time and aren't uh, aren't pushing too hard. Now the second lesson from, from surgery was that you have a certain capacity to handle load and the way that I think about load is that it's a, any strain or stress placed on your body, be that the, the physical work you do, the mental work you do, or the emotional load that you have to deal with. And the challenging thing with this is that our capacity to handle load isn't constant. It fluctuates depending on a whole range of factors. So like things like how you slept, what you ate, any environmental stresses, relationship stresses, how all the loads on your body interact. And obviously for me, the, the post-surgical, my capacity to handle load was reduced as, as my body healed itself up. And again, it's, it's just kind of understanding that, hey, how much load am I placing on, my, on myself? How much load am I placing on my body at, at this time? The third lesson was ease through the pain. Don't force it. And the, the typical Kiwi male attitude which is also followed by a lot of non-males and non-Kiwis, is that when it becomes painful, we just blindly try and force our way through. And often this this process ends up just with us in more pain and and our confidence taking a massive hit in this situation. But when when we get to that pain, rather than trying to force our way through it, see if you can relax and gently find your way through it. So... This one showed up for me post-surgical in uh, trying to bend my knee is that I could take it to a point and then if I tried to force it the the pain in my knee would just spike and I'd have to straighten it out but if I went to that same point and took a few deep breaths and relaxed my body I could ease a, a little more movement out of it. So lesson four post-surgical was what's holding you back isn't always where the pain is. Um, and sometimes we get stuck and struggle to go forward sometimes you get stuck because it's painful and you can't get past the pain but the problem isn't always where the pain is sometimes you have to address another area to reduce that pain and again first it showed up for me when I was trying to get my knee moving I could bend at that certain distance and then the pain started uh, and I definitely couldn't kneel on it And it wasn't actually until I started to do some hip flexibility work on that side and realized how tight my hips were that I knew I had to address another area. And actually spending some time loosening up through my hips reduced my knee pain, let me move it a bit more and all of a sudden I could kneel, albeit pretty uncomfortably, on on that knee. 
So it's not always it's not always where your symptoms are that you need to address in that moment to, to reduce those symptoms. Yeah, you can put a band-aid over, over that area, but sometimes it's other areas that you need to look at in terms of discomfort to, to get rid of, of that discomfort. Lesson five is awareness is the key to improvement. If we're not aware of what we're up to, then we can't alter it, we can't change it. And to improve, you first need to be aware of what you're trying to improve. And for me, again, post-surgery, this showed up with my walking. I'd limp around because I was sore. If I wasn't paying attention to my walking, the limp would persist. If I was aware of it, I could make sure that I walked with kind of a normal-ish walking style, which was actually, strangely enough, more comfortable for me. If I lost the awareness, the limp came back. So interesting question that I kind of posed myself following that is where am I limping in my life? And the sixth and final lesson from, from post-surgery was that the human body is amazing. We're amazing at healing, we're amazing at adapting, and most of the time if we do the right things for ourselves, we heal ourselves up. And it might take a bit of time and a bit of persistence with choices. Sooner or later we're off and going again. So just relish in how amazing your, your body is and how, how awesome it is. And, and yeah, embrace that. So that was the that was a third uncomfortable thing for me this year was going through that surgery and kind of having to to face the fact that I I didn't know everything about the recovery which as a physiotherapist is sometimes a little bit confronting and that kind of leads on to the fourth challenging fourth uncomfortable thing for me this year is that obviously I've I've got a lot of stuff going on as a dad as a husband as a physio and I do a couple of roles for work running a running a side business as well and also trying to look after myself and and often it feels like i've got a lot of competing things going on uh, things competing for my time with a whole lot of different priorities uh, all of them high priorities in that particular area and just figuring out hey okay I've got three priorities from this area today and three priorities from that one and three priorities from that one and all of a sudden I've I've kind of set myself up with nine or ten different high priority items that I want to get done that day and it feels like I've just got multiple important things to do whether that's during the week or whether that's things that I need to get done in the weekend as well so sometimes I've I've been guilty of setting myself up with all of these what I perceived at the time to be in important things to do so I felt like I've had to rush from one to the next 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 and that's that's been massively challenging in terms of kind of there's always there's always a little bit of stress about I've still I'm doing this important thing but I've still got all these other important things that I also need to to get done today and then I've got a list of important things that I need to get done tomorrow as well which is uh, heightens the heightens the stress levels and adds to the load on your body as well. It's been a bit of a battle this year in terms of kind of working out the best way for me to to filter all of these competing priorities and and decide actually what is what is important, what needs my attention, what what needs to happen with this that only I can do or can I get rid of some of the priorities on my plate actually do they need to be done at all can I delegate them to to someone can I do them in a month's time do they need to be done right now 
so it's been a it's been an interesting process of trying to figure out what the best way for me to do that is and and i'm still working on it and i think it'll be an evolving process but there are a few things that i have have now to to try and plan my time a little bit better and i find that when i've when i plan things out and when i can sit down and actually prioritize all together that i do I do feel a little bit better able to manage that and and less uncomfortable around how much I'm doing. But one of the things that I, I really need to prioritize and I find that when I don't, and usually I'm pretty good at doing this, is actually taking the time to slow down and taking a little bit of me time. And whether that's uh, just kind of going out and doing, doing some exercise um, for my mental health probably more so than the physical health like it's nice to feel fit and strong physically but actually it just creates that space for me mentally which is which is really important and allows me to slow my brain down another important thing for me is just actually just taking the time to stop and breathe and and be present that's really helpful in terms of the slowing down so it's whether that's taking a break between things that I need to do or whether that is um actually just taking a little bit of time off uh, which is always difficult if you if you feel that you have a lot of things going on and a lot of stuff on your plate so it's making sure that I, I prioritize self-care and I, I put that in in my schedule and in my plan as well and I've got a lot better at doing that this year and, and I think my understanding of the, my need to to do that has improved over the course of the year because I show up a lot better in all of my other roles when I do look after myself. And everyone tells you that, but sometimes it's a, it's a process that you need to go through yourself to, to figure out, oh, actually, yeah, that is important. I do need to put a little bit of time and a little bit of work into that. So it's been an interesting thing this year to work through the discomfort of, of prioritizing and taking the time to, to actually slow down. So the other are probably the things that have been the most uncomfortable for me this year and they've I think if you've listened to the the last couple of years uh, things that have been uncomfortable they're probably a little bit different because they're not one-off events they're, they're things that are ongoing for me so yeah it's being a dad it's running a business was having surgery and it's just the figuring out how I how I best balance my life at, at this point in time as well so that's been the most uncomfortable things for me this year and we've got a couple of other episodes coming up before the end of the year we'll keep we'll keep rolling them out but one thing that I I am going to be doing is I'm going to be going to be running a couple of webinars as well for people who maybe want to want to take on a challenge next year or or have a have a few kind of new year's resolutions that they're thinking about um, but they aren't quite sure what they are so we'll do some do some sort of half an hour 45 minute webinars just about kind of strategically identifying a challenge for you to take on next year and creating a little bit of a framework or a plan to put that in place and get that done and, and step out of your comfort zone and, and look to train you at getting better at hard things while also doing this this thing that is important to you. So if you're, if you're interested in that, either send me a message on, on social media or send me an email, chris at chrisdesmond.nz. 
we'll probably run one before the end of December and a couple in January as well for, for people that are interested. So if that's you or if that's someone that you know, then definitely hit me up and, and I'll make sure I let you know when I schedule these webinars. Thanks so much for getting uncomfortable with me today and we'll see you all again soon.